This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 294. Creeping up on 300. Donna. 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 Hey there, Vegetarians. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, Larissa and I are very busy people, as are most of the folks in our community, juggling family life, work life, pets, house, (laughs) kids, everything that entails keeps people very busy. And, you know, we've been we've had our podcast for for six years now. We've been we've had our closed Facebook group and we've interacted with a lot of other plant-based folks, people that are even reducing meat. And some of the biggest challenges people have are when it comes to planning meals. That is a big deal (laughs) for a lot of people. You and I, we have our moments of zen, should I say, where we're just (laughs) in the flow with that, but uh, it's so easy to get off track. And then trying to worry about eating healthy meals, right? right? Because inevitably... The siren song of Grubhub calls, right? right? <laughs> oh my and gosh, we like, recently just d- discovered Grubhub. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. So we're just so busy, right? And yeah. we're doing stuff, and before you know it, it's dark outside, and we, we're and you're hungry. And exactly. You, and you forgot that to eat lunch, and you don't know what you're doing for dinner, and you know, I mean, and yeah, you can plan stuff, but planning healthy, I think, is is the thing, right? Right. So recently, enter the Buddha Bowl which is something that I've seen pictures of on social media. I'm sure everybody who has any sort of social media account has seen, mostly on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook, I'll, I would say, or, let's see, or and Pinterest. Pinterest. No, yeah. for sure, Pinterest. These are, so when I saw these, I thought, I always thought they were just bowls that people filled with food, no rhyme or reason necessarily to it. But Buddha bowls are actually a thing. There's something, there's an anatomy that goes into these to make these, uh, Balanced. Balanced, exactly. Thank you for that. It's an art. It's they, some of, I mean, they're beautiful, right? Yeah, some of them are. Of course, mine would really be just throwing stuff in a bowl, (laughs) especially with my my pickiness. You'd have like lettuce. (laughs) Lettuce. Spinach and and, and some cucumber, uh, maybe. Cut up waffle. and. (laughs) So today on the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to talk about Buddha bowls. What exactly are they? And three reasons why you need them in your life. And I did mention we are going to talk about the breakdown. So there is some, some... something that goes into you know and it's not a hard and fast rule but there's a little bit of thought that goes behind uh, what you put in them and we're also going to share a couple of tips for making your buddha bowls really bad <laughs> not really bad really bad <laughs> yeah good in good in a good way okay but first we have a new rating Yay. And this, you know, this is, I always, I love it when we hear from people who are here, uh, and by here, I mean either in the state of Texas or in San Antonio, which where it's is funny because then are. we say we love to hear people from the other side of the world. I know. That? So we just love to hear from people. <laughs> I know. I know. But, uh, you know, which again, makes me, makes me 
think that we really need to make 2019 the year that we do um, a few local meetups yeah, for sure local or regional you know if i know we have people in houston and people in austin and so you know we need to do we need to schedule at least one yeah like we met with james and kevin hicks mm-hmm. and we just need to figure out some and i know we have folks here uh, yeah. as is this person and we have an awesome vegan restaurant that we just discovered, uh, La Botanica. And so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be doing that. So local peeps, um, pay attention and, uh, you know, give us your thoughts, too, on that. All right. Anyway, so this review is from S.A. Laura. And she says, I have been listening to this podcast for a little over a year. And I love listening to the tips and ideas that Vicky and Larissa share each week. I live in the same great state and city as these ladies and know the challenges of what to eat when dining out or even at home with two meat eaters. I have a family history of cancer, and even though I've had surgery to prevent breast and ovarian cancer from attacking me, I still believe that having a healthy plant-based diet and drinking plenty of water will help prevent any other health issues I may face later in life. Thank you for the time and research you put in the podcast. And as a member of the Peas and Carrots, I I enjoy learning about other personal, healthy, life-changing journeys. Making that little change in eating and drinking goes a long way. And it may change the minds of others who need that change and encouragement in their life. Thank you. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for going out to iTunes and leaving us a rating. And on behalf of the Peas and Carrots, thank you for the shout out. If you're new to the podcast and you're not familiar with the Peas and Carrots Society, this is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. They are, wow, I approved the largest group. Uh, within the last couple of weeks that we had mm-hmm. one forty something another I think it was forty nine and then another and sixteen then... almost right after that and it used to only be that we our groups got that big when you either you or I forgot to go in there yeah I know right <laughs> people but this was not that, so I, do checking, that yeah. I do that a couple of times a week easily so these folks hadn't been hanging out there too long waiting for that so uh yeah we're really happy that that group is is doing so well and that folks are finding this just an awesome place to hang out get advice get recipes all sorts of stuff absolutely All right, this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is brought to you by Old San Antonio Trading Post. That is our vintage online store where we have a presence on eBay, Etsy, Macari, and Poshmark. Uh, We offer a wide variety of vintage items to include books, vinyl, clothing, bags, kitchen, toys, games, housewares. Brands that we carry are Pyrex, Indiana Glass, Disney, Parker Brothers, and more. Many, many more. Yeah. And, you know, guys, we really love doing this because we're keeping a lot of this stuff are, first of all, I love hooking people up with stuff from their childhood. Mm -hmm. This is why we particularly love vintage items because a lot of this stuff people have collected, they've lost pieces. They've, you know, recently we, we had this piece of, we had this thermos. It was a vintage (laughs) thermos. And Larissa said, you know, she was looking up online. She said, people are looking for the parts from this. And this Mm -hmm. is kind of an older, it's an older thermos. I think it was in the sixties. And, I said, well, let's put it out there. And lo and behold, 
We took somebody, it. We took it apart and somebody, put it piece, pieces. Pieces sold because, and somebody even left us feedback saying, "Thank you so much. I've been looking for this piece for my thermos." So these are things that are treasures to people that we're, we're keeping them out of landfills too, right? Uh, they could definitely be a lot of times in these estate sales. They're just trying to clean out houses. People are moving or downgrading, or or perhaps somebody has uh, moved into a nursing home or passed away, and so a lot of this stuff is being get is uh, being liquidated in one way or another and so uh you know we're keeping it going that's keeping right. it going and finding somebody else's uh somebody else can treasure it that's absolutely true and i will say i'm going to put this out in the universe um you know we've been talking a lot about this over the last couple months and i did an art uh art show in november and it's kind of gotten me back into the whole my whole um uh, creating thing and she's a amazing creator by the way thank you thank you and uh what i intend i always do upcycled art and um and items and what i'm intending to do now is use our estate sale sourcing also as a means of um finding um pieces for my art right so we talked about some of the glasses that maybe don't sell repurposing those for candles Mm -hmm. soy Soy candles vegan candles and stuff like that absolutely so so. putting it out in the universe i'm putting it out to you guys so uh keep me accountable and keep me on track and 2019 is really the year that i want to get cherry bird uh studio back up and up and running that's that was my uh my business. Okay, and I got to tell you why we call her it Cheery Bird. Why why she called it Cheery Bird? We we came up with that I think because we were brainstorming business ideas, and so Larissa's first name, Larissa. Ooh, she said my name. I, Larissa. I, I'm trying to say it better <laughs> after 17 years. <laughs> Larissa's first na- uh, name in Greek is Greek, and it means cheery, cheerful one, mm-hmm. right? And then her middle name, Ria, is a bird. So hence it's a large, cheery. flightless, awkward bird. So that's me. <laughs> I'm happy and flightless and awkward. <laughs> so, but anyways, bird. yeah, be looking out for that because it's really amazing. And again, it is upcycled, so you are. It is uh, planet planet friendly. Thank you. All right, so are you ready to jump into Buddha Bowls? Let's do it. I don't know that I've been ex- this excited. She has been talking been about, about Buddha Bowls for like two weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all that's that's all I hear. Oh, Buddha Bowls. It's one of those things Buddha. that's just right under your nose, and all of a sudden you think, okay, this solves several problems and challenges that we've had. We're going to talk about that in a second, but first, let's talk about what these are. Now, these go by several other names so this is perhaps you've heard them called macro bowls mm. hippie bowls nourish bowls i think in some sunshine sunshine bowls power bowls yeah some something like that uh hippie bowls i like i like that hippie <laughs> bowls now typically these are plant-based but i have seen and dairy-free but i have seen some that have some variations which include meat or fish and we're going to talk a little bit about why that's actually a good thing in particular households all right so why are they called buddha bowls buddha bowls buddha bowls okay so i heard several different stories first that the bowl signifies buddha's belly <laughs> so okay but then i read another story that said buddha was actually quite thin that's yeah that's what i was gonna say didn't so you tell contra- me that yeah. he was this kind of a skinny dude yeah i don't know that there was a definitive answer buddha, on yeah. this but i'm just kind of sharing a couple things i read uh and then or it was balanced like buddha like the buddha which we're going to get into when we talk the, about the anatomy of a bo- buddha bowl that's hard to say so when you I know, so when you say balanced like the buddha you mean like 
he was balance mind body spirit mm, type of balance so this right. is this is balance in, like nutrient wise that's right that's ah. right and then i also read somewhere that this was actually what he ate himself that he was visiting a village or i don't remember exactly how the story goes but that he was given food by the villagers extra food in these bowls and so mm. it could consist of different things like rice or vegetables or different things it's basically leftovers they're pretty leftovers. much pretty here, much yeah here have this Okay, so now let's talk about three reasons why you need these in your life. I'm convinced you need these in your life. Okay, so for us, really serious. Yeah, so, so here are some challenges that we have. We talk about meal planning. That's always been a challenge for us. Now, there's some weeks, like I said, we are so in tune with it where I don't want to say weeks. That sounds like a that's a, that would be good. There's days we're like really good about it. We have good days and we have there not so good go. weeks. Yeah, well, and sometimes it's just monkey wrenches, right? It's yeah. things that just get thrown into your week that can throw that off. And we have our awesome meal planning tool, which is we, I don't think we plug that enough. And we do have uh, an affiliate link on our site. We love it. We've had it for years. And when we use it, it works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the uh, plan to eat meal planner. And what's great about this, you can import recipes and you can, it adds them to your shopping list automatically. And you can add, you can take it off if it's something you already have and blah, blah, blah. You'll see it when you, on our site. But when we're in the groove with meal planning, we're really good about that. Right. And about using it. Uh, now, Moodables, what's great about these is that you're really making some of the ingredients, some of the ingredients don't need to be prepared ahead of time, but some of them, you know, you kind of can do some batch cooking, but not huge batch cooking. I know batch cooking can be intimidating to a lot of people because you, you imagine yourself taking up your entire Sunday with all these different pots and pans and things going on in your kitchen and there goes your Sunday. It could be as little bit, a little bit as cooking some quinoa. Mm-hmm. Pre-cooking some quinoa, some cooking rice. some to- temp- uh, tofu, tempeh, I guess, mm-hmm. too. Beans, I mean, things like that. And it, it can be as little or as much as you want. It, it's really about just having those prepared. Because really what happens then throughout the week is you incorporate Buddha bowls into your, into your uh, planning mm-hmm. is that then you just assemble on the fly. And what, what a... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so yeah, so basically you're not, as opposed to batch cooking entire like recipes or meals, like, you know, making a big lasagna and, and then eating it throughout the week or, or making something like that, you're basically just batch cooking ingredients. That's right. Yeah. And the other thing that was a little bit intimidating to me is that when I was just batch batch cooking ingredients, just I didn't really have a plan for that. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, great. We have all this quinoa. Uh, what are we eating with it? Right. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about how Bootables helps solve that challenge. Okay. Variety. That's another thing. Sometimes we plan meals and then we get to that meal and we go, I don't feel like having that. <laughs> no, <you know>? right? <laughs> or we had this six days in a row. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is, is that it, even if it's just not just taste, it's let's just say we have a lot of folks in our community that have maybe they're vegan or vegetarian, but their spouse is not. Or their kids are not. and Or maybe one of your kids has to eat gluten-free. Mm. You know, different dietary needs. And the Buddha Bowls makes it easy. It's kind of um, makes it easy for everybody to tailor to their own needs. Right. Or taste. Or right. if you just say, wow, I don't feel like Chinese tonight. I feel like Mexican. 
Right. You know? Yeah, well, exactly. And, you know, it can kind of be like, uh, you know, where you, you have a, a taco bar or something and you just put all the ingredients out and everybody assembles, you know, their own tacos. This is kind of the same concept. You right. know, you don't have to use every ingredient and, and not, everyone doesn't have to be the same. Okay, and the third challenge that it has helped us with is meeting nutritional needs. Now, when we talk, we're going to get right into the anatomy of a Buddha bowl, so you're going to see what, what I mean by that. But not only is it difficult and challenging at times to plan a, a meal, period, but much less a healthy meal. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I getting enough greens? Am I getting enough grains? Am I getting enough protein? Right. Those a kinds balanced of meal. Exactly, right? yeah. All right, so let's talk about the anatomy of a Buddha bowl. All right, so Buddha bowls temp- t- tempora- t- typically have five ingredients or five ingredient types, uh, though not not just any five. There there are certain there are five different types basically. So uh, vegetables and or fruits, uh, whole grains, nuts and or seeds, uh, protein. And dressing or some sort of sauce or dressing, right? Right. So those are the five different types of ingredient components. Yeah. And I did read, again, there's not a hard and fast rule as to percentages. Like it should be 35% this, 25% that. But there, the, the resources that I looked up had the majority of the bowl coming from veggies or fruit veggies primarily not really fruits mm-hmm. as much but veggies was about 35 percent mm-hmm. but again that's not a hard fast rule and you don't want to be like really making it difficult for yourself by trying to keep to that right. well yeah and I, but i think that it that's a good kind of rule of thumb or to keep in mind because you really want to ensure that you're not really you know loading up on on um carbs or, or you know grains well, yeah. that have have a high uh sugar car- starch content with con- which converts to sugar or uh you know too much protein which can be detrimental to you as well when you when you have the the vegetables and the fruits and we'll talk about this in a minute but when you have the vegetables you have the really good source of fiber and you know you have some starches depending on what vegetables you have but it's not you're not um over overloading on things that may be detrimental yeah that's in excess yeah yeah does that make sense yeah and there's there's like some balance that definitely Mm -hmm. but i just meant i know myself i can tend to get a little bit anal when it comes to certain things like that and then give up because i just made it too hard for myself you know what i mean and i I tend to be the other way i will just ignore that altogether (laughs) and have a big bowl of rice with like uh with like some, some flakes of spinach in it yeah Pretty much, yeah. With a little cube of zucchini. Yeah. Like, all right, balanced. Uh, all right. The other big idea with Buddha bowls is the contrast. So you want to make sure that, and when you've if you've seen these pictures of these bowls out there, you'll you know what I'm talking about. Is there's a lot of great different colors and shapes and flavors and textures, temperatures, yeah, and all that going on in the bowl. And there's a reason for that because you know we talk about eating the rainbow and getting different colored, you know, maybe peppers or things in there is because that adds to the nutritional component what makes these so healthy is that there's a variety in there that's right all right so uh consider using uh, like you said a variety uh when you're talking vegetables uh a variety of types and colors and 
texture to raw. Right. Yeah, oh, cooked to raw. Cooked to raw. So too. you mix up. You can mix it up with raw vegetables, roasted vegetables, or uh, you know some other w- way that they're cooked. Or a combination, right? Mm-hmm. And then so some vegetables to consider. Beets, uh, bell peppers, sweet peppers, avocado, <laughs> uh, sweet potato, <laughs> red pepper. I'm going to edit that out. Red, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, red onion, jalapenos, Brussels sprouts, and green beans. You know what? Uh, hang on. I got to tell you a story. So today I went to get some blood work done. And I was wearing my Chewy's Avogato shirt, uh-huh. and it's it's so, oh I'm still wearing it. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. It's a it's a an avocado, but it has a cat head where the pit would be, and it's an Avogato. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. But so the the girl who was drawing my blood said, "I love your shirt." And I told her, I said, "It's so funny. I despise." avocados but you love cats yeah but i love cats so this shirt works for me and she she said i love avocados and i said yeah i know i said i it's it's funny to me that when i tell someone that i hate avocados i get like very um emotional reactions good day madam anger i'm like i said good day (laughs) people are very passionate about this i'm like i just feel i said they taste like dirt to me and she's like what i said yeah i don't like bananas either what Uh like yeah i I don't know people are very passionate when it comes to and it's funny because you're right it's avocado is it's it's it bananas i don't think so much i mean but avocados you know yeah. I, well I know. well yeah but see with me see when avocado when i anger. follow yeah avocado anger that's what it is <laughs> but when you know the bananas i think people are already triggered when i say i don't like avocados and then i say well, i don't like bananas either what what's wrong with you <laughs> anyway that's a cute little story all right so let's move on to whole grains so healthy whole grains have these this is where you get a lot of those carbs the, and fiber and starch so this will help you with feeling uh, full longer mm-hmm. and also helping you with some energy. Now, this is where, when we're going to talk about, you know, we had or talked about the vegetables, but when we get to protein, you're going to see where it's important that you do balance that though, because this morning I think I had a few too many carbs, remember, and I was <laughs> yes. sleepy and sluggish. and uh, Which is unusual for you. You usually don't get that way. That's usually, I'm the, usually the one who gets that way. Yeah. So consider brown rice. And you, so you want to think about health above all. When you're, when you're, well, taste too, but you definitely don't want to ruin your Buddha bowl, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, consider brown rice. White rice isn't as healthy as brown rice, but you know, it's still, as, as long as it's not lathered in butter or something delicious. like that. But it's freaking delicious. And <laughs> roasted sweet potatoes. Just throwing that in. Millet, quinoa, or farro. Think about those as whole grain options. Right. All right, okay. protein. So, you know, if you're an omnivore, when when you're thinking of adding protein to to something, whether it's a sandwich or or a Buddha bowl or or whatever, I mean it's easy, right? You've got lots of animal source proteins to choose from, right? When you're a vegetarian or a vegan, of course we still need the protein. It doesn't just because we're a vegetarian meat doesn't mean we automatically don't need protein. We need the same amount of protein that that um, omnivores need. But where would we get our? But protein? where do we get it? Uh, <laughs> now, fortunate, fortunately for us, though, and contrary to popular belief, hence the question, where do you get your protein? Uh, <laughs> there are just as many and maybe even more uh, good 
options for plant-based protein. Yeah, and as I mentioned, these Buddha bowls are typically vegan or vegetarian, but and mostly vegan, I would say. But this is where it really is great that if you do have that household of omnivores, that you can always have some meat on the side for them to add to their own bowl, if that's Absolutely. what they choose to do. It's just like a salad. It's like, you know, you can have a, a salad, but then you can also add chicken or whatever you, you know, people add to salad. Okay, so let's talk about some plant-based or not meat, I guess, options for protein. Okay, so the first one is something that we both like, although I don't care for it soggy, uh, tofu. Uh, also, uh, there's seitan, which you don't really care for, I don't think. Or wait, no, you don't like tempeh. Yeah, so I, I think I that's don't right. Really I think it just depends on how it's cooked. I don't really care for either one of them too much. Uh, tofu I do like. I think I had okay. a si- seitan fried steak, like yeah, a chicken fried I steak, and, and I, I don't think I really liked no. it very much. But I think it could have been all the fried stuff around it it, it, it could of, be and yeah. i think a lot of it is texture based for me too mm-hmm. uh, all right so also eggs if you are vegetarian and you do eat eggs uh beans or other legumes so peas there's also chickpeas edamame which are the soybean soybeans uh black-eyed peas mm, i love black-eyed peas you don't or lentils they just don't taste like anything to me they taste i, like I don't hate them peas. if they're in something i'll eat them but i you like them in a bowl i mean you oh can just my eat gosh. them in a bowl well and you know i mean i grew up with um picking them at my grandparents and then shelling them and then cooking them and then eating them so yeah, yeah. so just remember that if you use canned beans which is totally cool just make sure you rinse them very well mm-hmm. and uh you know sodium right sodium right yeah. and the home cooked beans are they're awesome for batch cooking on a sunday mm-hmm. right right and especially if you have an instant pot instant pot ding 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 affiliate ding 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 <laughs> no actually we uh you know we don't we don't endorse products for with affiliate links that we don't uh use yeah or, we don't have one of those yeah. but we do if, we do have an instant pot. oh we do oh yeah we do no what was i thinking of you're thinking uh, of there was something that we didn't have oh um a, a panini thing but then we found that we did have oh yeah <laughs> that's right we thought we didn't have a panini <laughs> thing but we do yeah okay so what were you saying about the pot you were saying something about the pot. Oh, uh, I was saying that that's uh, if you have an instant pot, that's a really, really good and um, relatively quick way to make. Oh yeah, lots of beans. Yeah, for sure. Okay, nuts and seeds. Now, this is what's cool about nuts and seeds. Not only they're a good source of healthy fats, but and and hemp and chia, I think, are protein also, mm-hmm. uh, is that they add an interesting texture. To your Buddha bowl. So remember, it's all about kind of getting di- different textures in there. And so they can add a nice crunchy texture. Crunchy, right. As and opposed salty, to some big if, old croutons or yeah. something in there. <laughs> I Healthier. like croutons. Um, I know you do. <laughs> all right. So some nuts or seeds to consider. Walnuts, uh, almonds, cashews. I like cashews. I like almond slivers. Ugh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a fan of, of almonds. Not a fan of walnuts either. Although, you know, if it's in something... It, I'm not going to pick it out necessarily. I used to, but I won't now, but not my favorite. All right. Um, hemp seeds, pine nuts, chia seeds. Uh, what's the other? Oh, flax. Flax mm-hmm. seeds. That's another mm-hmm. one. Um, all right. And then what about dressing? Okay. So here's where you don't want to steer your bowl wrong. <laughs> because you don't want to dump a big old glob of store-bought ranch or blue cheese or something Ugh. like that on there and kind of 
and kind of mess with the vibe of it, even, right? Yeah, that doesn't even sound like it would. I mean, when you when you say Buddha and then you say Thousand Island dressing, <laughs> I mean, this is no. wrong. And typically, the bowls you see out there won't have that. There's a lot of and Something and we're light. going to yeah, we're going to get in. I think it was it was somebody in our group that was asking about some dressings for this. We're definitely going to be rolling out. This is a good segment. We're going to be rolling out a segue. Uh, we're going to be rolling out some more bootable resources because we're not done with bootables. No <laughs> way are we done with this. You, you guys are going to have to tell me to shut up about bootables because this I'll is tell just you. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't shut up. This is just awesome, and there's so many different components to the. There's so many different things you can talk about, and this is one of them: dressings. So mm-hmm. we couldn't really get into. Uh, a whole bunch of recipes or this would be a very very long probably boring podcast if we were just talking about ingredients recipes and stuff but usually these are very light and healthy dressing so more of a a drizzle if you will mm-hmm. does that make sense right so just to keep it from being dry but you also don't want to just you know drown put it. some drown it in some unhealthy sugar laden dressing yucky right yeah and you just kind of negated what you were trying to achieve with this. Right. So uh, some different types of dressings to consider, uh, make your own. And you can do something just as simple as vegan soy sauce or uh, sesame oil, uh, just a little bit. I love sesame oil. Uh, Olive oil vinaigrette, salsa, depending on what you have in your bowl, salsa would be good. Um, So lots of different options. Do my Trader Joe's habanero sauce. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know what i love hot stuff that stuff i can only put a drop <laughs> that is some that now that's saying something that makes me cry you to say something yeah, like that it makes me cry yeah. uh yeah so like i said we're and we're gonna talk a little bit about about this more when we get into the resource of the week but we're gonna have some more stuff to hook you guys up with so we're not leaving you out there going what do i put on my what do i put on my Buddha bowl <laughs> all right two tips for incorporating Buddha bowls into your weekly routine First of all, like we said, batch cook when possible, but don't overwhelm yourself. Don't I, Even the term batch cooking can be off-putting to some mm-hmm. people. How about just cook your tofu ahead of time right. <laughs> to make it easier for you? We, you know, we did this rice. with uh, tofu not too long ago where and you don't want to marinate it too far ahead of time either because then it'll get kind of soggy again when after you press it and get the stuff out. You don't want to like make it soggy again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't leave it in there for indefinitely, but you can definitely make it ahead of time, you know, press it and everything and have it ready to go. Mm-hmm. So that way it makes it easier for you to, to uh, incorporate it in part of your Buddha bowl. Right. All right. And the second tip is to get creative. So, you know, anything can get boring after a while. And I know that you, I get more bored with foods like repeated than you do. Yeah, I, I could think. eat the same thing every day. Yeah. For breakfast, I was having one egg, an English muffin, and morning star breakfast sausage mm-hmm. for several days in a row. I several, finally just... several weeks in a row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, it kept me full till we yeah, ate dinner. It did. We were yeah. only and I think that's why you a... kept doing it. Yeah. And I I just recently switched it up, but that was pretty much what I was having. One mm-hmm. egg, one sausage and that's and right. uh, well, yeah, but English so muffin. so this you know with your your Buddha bowls, keep it exciting and and fresh by incorporating you know trying different foods, new foods or or same foods but new combinations, mm-hmm. and uh, consider different ethnic bowls. So maybe like like you were saying Mexican or uh, Mediterranean or or something like that. Different 
ingredients to create that theme. Yeah. And the other thing is we, and we were, we're going to get into, like I said, we're going to be sharing more resources over the next few weeks, uh, just in the peas and carrots or on our Facebook on our page on our website. But, uh, you can even have breakfast Buddha bowls. So if you eat eggs, for example, or even if you don't eat eggs, you could have a still a tofu scramble with mm-hmm. some grains and some greens too. Right. So again, that kind of see, and the, I think the reason I switched it up a little bit with my my breakfast sandwich was because I, I, I'm sure I wasn't getting because I we was ran having out of a protein. Province. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was getting some carbs and some protein, but yeah. I wasn't necessarily. And then I put a, at one point, I think I added some greens and a tomato slice to mm-hmm. it. But I moved over to some oatmeal a couple of days just to kind of make sure I was getting nutrition. But right. again, with these Buddha bowls, you can, oh, I need a green. Oh, you mm. know, you're kind of, it's kind of fun to assemble it that right. way. All right. So like I said, we didn't have an opportunity to get to, into a lot, whole lot of recipes, but we're going to be having some more stuff roll out for you. So be on the lookout for that. I think that you will become known as the Buddha of bowls. And that would not be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm good with that i'm absolutely fine with that <laughs> we have to All shave right. your head though <laughs> okay uh the recipe of the week the recipe this week was recommended by kayla elizabeth childers who said this well the recipe is sweet potato chickpea buddha bowl from minimalist baker which is one of our favorite sites to get recipes from and i know it's a favorite site with the folks in our community for recipes she said the tahini and roasted chickpeas in this are amazing. I love Buddha bowls. I'm just, if I'm just winging it, I use a lot of sweet potato, avocado, and whatever roasted veggies I have around. So see there again, you just kind of tailor it to what I, what do I feel in the mood for? Just no wings. No wings. Oh, no oh, wings. Yeah. She said she's winging it. Uh-huh. That was a dad uh-huh. joke. By uh-huh. way. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have to uh, explain it. That's, you know, that's a pretty good sign of a dad joke. All right. The resource this week, we were inspired to create a new Pinterest board. I went in and there. I was cleaning up some of the Pinterest uh, boards. You know, we have like 9,100 followers or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's I thought awesome. I say we have 9,000 boards. I'm like, no, 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 no. Excessive. I like to keep them clean. I don't like to have a lot of extra boards out there and, you know, old outdated stuff. So yeah. I like to go in there periodically and do some uh, Mari Kondo kind of tidying <laughs> up of our, of Is our this boards. Bur- board spark joy? Uh, uh, yeah. And you got to, you can't just keep adding boards and boards and boards that people get lost, right? So I try to keep them kind of relevant and things that people would be looking up. This, I have one called now, Nothing But Buddha Bowls. That's, That's what appropriate. The, yeah. So it's going to have everything you need to know about there about Buddha Bowls. So head on out there. There'll be recipes, of course, tons of recipes out there. Awesome. And well, that tons. leads us. I don't want to make, not like a lot, but Not 9,000? <laughs> no. <laughs> so that leads us to our, our very obvious question this week. Are you a fan of the Buddha Bowl? If so, what's your favorite recipe? Please let us know. You can head out to our newly designed and awesome website, vegetarianzen.com forward slash 294. Or you can head out to our public facing Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or as I mentioned, why not head out to our peas and carrots? What up, guys? And leave your favorite recipe there. I'm sure they'd love to hear it. Absolutely. I'd love to hear it. Yes. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. 
we've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.